0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Monsters, Cryptids, Creatures, and More. In today's episode, I've kept with the random themes and have decided on creatures from ages past, meaning mythological creatures from ancient civilizations. The creatures today are the Manticore of Greek legends, the Serpapard of Egyptian myths, and the, Ahu- the Ahuzotl of Aztec mythology. The first creature, the Manticore, is a man-eating monster from Persian lore that the Greeks adapted into their own, which was in turn integrated into medieval bestiaries. The word manticore is a translation of the Persian name martikoras, which is basically uh, excuse me, believed to translate closely to man-eater. The creature is described as having a man's bearded face, a lion's body, three rows of teeth, and a scorpion's tail. The manticore is said to be able to take down any animal it comes across, other than elephants. No reason has been found for why it can't attack them, however. But humans are its favorite prey. Despite having a body of a lion, the creature rarely attacks using its claws or sharp teeth. Their main way of attacking is using a poisonous sting that it has at the end of the scorpion tail, which it can shoot at prey and when shot, another sting replaces the last. The poison is said to be paralytic, paralyzing the prey where it can then eat them alive. The creature was extremely feared, because not only did it eat the entire body, ant bones, and all, it would also devour clothes, money, and any items the victim had on them. If a person was ever went missing and nothing was left behind, the manticore was blamed. It was revered as an insurmountable fo- insurmountable. Excuse me, foe, one that could n- be, never be beaten, even by the best warriors. However, it was possible to defeat them while they are young. Skilled hunters can lo- locate a cub of the beast, and would trample its tail, which would then never be able to grow its poisonous sting. Stories of the beast date back to at least the 4th century BCE, in which... Theseus, court physician to King Artaxerxes II, wrote that one was captured and presented to the king as a gift. This story made its way through the land to fall on the ears of the Greeks. Photius wrote in his book, The Myriobiblion, which he wrote while on a diplomatic mission to the Muslim world. In it, he wrote, The marticora, manticore is an animal found in, the, in this country, India, It has a face like a man's, a skin red as cinnabar, and is as large as a lion. It has three rows of teeth, ears, and light blue eyes like those of a man. Its tail is like that of a land scorpion, containing a sting more than a cubit long at the end. It has other stings on each side of its tail, and one on top of its head, like the scorpion, with which it inflicts a wound that is always fatal. If it is attacked from a distance, it sets up its tail in front and discharges its stings, as if from a bow. If attacked from behind, it straightens out. It ex- excuse me. It straightens it out and launches its stings, in a direct line t- uh, to the distance of a hundred feet. The wound inflicted is fatal to all animals except the elephant. The stings are about a foot long, and about as thick as a small rush. The Martakora, the Persian word for the man-eater is called in greek anthrop- anthropopodophagus man eater man eater excuse me because although it preys upon other animals it kills and devours a greater number of human beings it fights with both its claws and stings which according to caesius grow again after ha- they have been discharged there's a great number of these animals in india which are hunted and killed with spears or arrows by natives mounted on elephants. However, in the 2nd century CE, the Greek philosopher Apollonius asked the Indian sage Larchus about the beast, describing it and saying, While the tail of this animal puts out hairs a cubit long and sharp as thorns, which it shoots like arrows at those who hunt it, to which the sage replied, I never yet heard in this country of an animal that shoots arrows. The creature, being part of the of Greek mythology, has made numerous appearances in media, in anime like Magi and One Piece, and in the game Magic the Gathering, in TV shows Grimm, Merlin, and the Power Rangers Mystic Force, and in video games like Warcraft, Titan Quest, Ark Survived Evolved, sorry, excuse me, Ark Survival Evolved. Dark Souls 1, God of War Ascension, and many more. The next creature is a Serpopard. This creature is drawn on Egyptian and Mesopotamian relics. Its name was given by researchers due to the fact that the beast has the body of a leopard and the neck and head of a snake, thus a Serpopard. This creature's appearance was recorded on the Narmur Pellet and the Pelate of Nekin. Due to Egyptians' accurate depictions of animals, In their art, some believe the creature may in fact be a now-extinct animal that lived in the era. The creature stood three feet tall, but from nose to the end of of its tail, its length was an astonishing 20 feet long, and theorized to weigh between 150 and 200 pounds. Due to the creature bearing a resemblance to lions, some believe it is a heraldic beast portraying royalty and protection. Due to this myth... Or excuse me, being a myth, of so far back in time, the only known stories or tales of this creature are the depictions we get of it, which are specifically on decorated cosmetic palettes from the pre-dynastic, excuse me, pre-dynastic period of Egypt, and more extensively as design motifs tiffs, on cylinder seals in the proto-literate period of Mesopotamia, around 3500 to 3000 BCE. Thus, most of the knowledge we have on the creature is a theory at best, and random guesses at worst. However, this creature does have some modern appearances, such as the tabletop game Pathfinder and the card game Magic the Gathering. The last creature is the Howitzotl from Aztec Legends, whose name could be translated as Thorny One of the Water. This creature is as the name says, an animal that prefers to live in the water, waiting for its prey. The howitzotl is about the size of a dog, walks on all fo- and walks on all fours, but its main characteristic is that it has a long tail that ends in a dexterous, very human-like hand. The creature's method of hunting is to wade in water, with just the hand and head at the surface waiting for prey to come close, where it will strike and kill it. But... It will not eat most of it. It prefers the eyes, fingers, and teeth of its prey. Although its preferred prey is human, it will also eat deer, rabbits, and any other forest animals. It is also said to be fearful of crocodiles. As such, any abatter of water with the reptiles will be devoid of any howitzotal. Many believe it; Many believe it to be a protector of the waters and the fish in them. As such, it was the natural enemy of fishermen. Some tried to offer part of their catch to appease it, but this would rarely work. If any ventured onto the lake it called home, it would capsize capsize the boat and drown the person, its preferred method of killing. But not only did it go after people on the lake, but also those who ventured close to shore. However, if one was killed by the Howitzotl, they believed their souls were destined to go to the realm of Tealuk, the rain and water god. One account of the Howitzotl is mentioned in the Florentine Codex, which is a 16th century book written by Bernardino de Sagun, a Spanish friar. The manuscript is the result of de Sahagún's research on the Aztec people, their society, culture, religion, and natural history. It is, in book 11, that the Ajo- excuse me, howitzel is talked about, In it, the howitzel is described as being black in color, and its skin smooth and slippery. The fur is said to be waterproof, and wherever the howitzel howitzel came out of the water, whenever, excuse me, the howitzel came out of the water and shook itself, it would clump up like spikes. The creature is said to be similar to a small dog, with small pointed ears and a long tail. At the end of this tail is a hand, very much like a person's. The howitzel is said to have a peculiar taste for the person's eyes, teeth, and nails. Hence, the corpses of its victims are found without these body parts. This creature does make one appearance that i found in modern media. He is a villain in, believe it or not, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. First appearing in Season 2, Episode 16, Read It and Weep, and is apparently a reoccurring character. Thanks for listening to the podcast this week had some challenging words and names for me to look up and practice roughly 50 times before recording, or during recording and having to start all over. Mostly the Serpapard, I keep wanting to call it a Serpopod, like Cephalopod, and the Howitzel, which I keep wanting to say Ahutotzel. This is only including the na- creatures' names. That's not even including the difficult ancient Greek Persian, Indian, and Spanish names that come up in the stories. Another topic is I'm currently thinking about making an Instagram page for the podcast. I'm still a little undecided, but since it should be a good source of advertisement for the podcast, I think I will go through with it at some point at least. So tell me if you have any other preferred social media site that you would, that you use, excuse me, that you would like to see the podcast or posts on and I might just make those as well. And, as always, I hope you have a great day.